Summer is better with Mambas. Their thoughtfully designed clothes make you feel effortlessly at ease. From breezy, tagless tees, we love that, to second skin, soft underwear, to my ultimate favorite, perfectly cushioned, sweat wicking socks. I am obsessed with their socks. I say this every single time I do one of these ad reads because it is true, you guys. I've made a commitment to myself to try to get more steps in. I'm talking 10K a day, baby. So Bombas are going to be on my tootsies and feeling comfy. Plus, socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. So that's why every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone in need. Get one for yourself and give one back. I absolutely love their product and love their message. So go to bombas.com slash TMGW and use code TMGW for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash TMGW and use code TMGW for 20% off your first purchase. This might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well then, cheers, Grace Helping. Cheers, memory heart. I mean, not much going on this week in your world, huh? I'm like, do you have anything to talk about this week? Because I'm light on conversation <laughs> oh, topics. Um, well, I, I did want to like preface it because I think there's people who wa- listen to our podcast who don't follow us on social media and like truly might be in the dark about <laughs> life changing news in your world. Oh, man. Yeah. Guess what, guys? I have breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the reason that we're recording remotely today, yeah. too. I didn't want it to be like, Mamrie's afraid she's oh, going to catch breast cancer. Oh, no. Are you <laughs> no, kidding me? Also, I'd be spooning you if I could. I have a head cold, uh, and I don't want to get Mamrie sick, so this is uh, where we're at today. This is uh, where we're at, you guys. Uh, Grace has breast cancer. Yeah, um, well, Mamrie's known for a few weeks. I've known for a month, and yeah. I'll be honest yesterday was a very intense day we're Mm -hmm. recording this on tuesday i posted the video on monday Uh, but i am so overwhelmed by everyone's kindness and which might contribute to my exhaustion today yeah but i also am so relieved to have told people and have it out there i was so nervous about it but like i just kept feeling like i was walking around with this big big secret yeah and as scary as it was to make a video talking about it like the response from everyone is so unbelievable like I'm still I think a bit in frozen shock about Mm -hmm. just how genuinely warm and supportive everyone is and how like people have been sending me like resources and and stories and information it's just I feel like I have this endless infinite pool of resources and information now just at my fingertips which is like I'm so grateful. It's un, it's really surreal. This whole experience yeah. is just very much like a true fever dream. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, I had people texting me yesterday being like, does Grace know this person, this support group? Yeah. I had someone uh, from the East Coast text me and be like, does she want like chips from Wawa? What, like, <laughs> if, if, like, you know, like fielding the support, yeah. you know, like the conduit of like getting to you. And I'm, I know you're so relieved. I mean, I, so for those listening basically i came back from my vacation and the next morning we podcasted i'm over here talking about crab walk and naked through a spa this is a fun little factoid for all of you that listen and watch the podcast that this was three weeks ago i guess i looked at the calendar yeah yeah i found out basically like three days into your european vacation and that added to the immediate comedic element of this very devastating <laughs> no, news. That makes no, me feel no, so no, 
You didn't do anything. You huh. literally did nothing wrong. But the universe itself was playing this hilarious, like, uh, story and narrative, this parallel narrative out. So for, like, an episode or two, you didn't know, and I just quietly, like, you know, we kept on. But that one where you're telling possibly the funniest story that either one of us has ever told in the four years of doing this podcast, I'm just sitting there quietly knowing to myself, this woman's having a blast and this is the funniest story ever and I'm about to devastate her whole universe as soon as this is over. Oh my God. But it was, but that, I mean. No, but I, the thing is, is like, I know it must have been crazy for like just you and Elliot to know for a minute there, but it's almost like, I mean, getting news that big, it's like you you need to process it by yourself without anyone else's opinions for a second. Yeah. Not opinions, but like anyone's voice. Well, it's the, the craziest thing that you're confronted with right away. And I had been listening to Hank and John's podcast Mm -hmm. even before, like I had listened to Hank and John do their podcast where they talked about Hanks Hodgkins for the first time after he had made this announcement video. And I was driving down the Palm Springs and I knew in three days I was going to have my biopsy. And I hadn't told anyone about the biopsy because I was just still living in a world where I don't want to bother anyone with news that might be fine in the long run. So why would I worry anyone? Right. You don't want to pull the fire alarm unless you know it's happening. And I really appreciated listening because I felt to what their conversation was because I felt like it really prepped me for the immediate confrontation of like having to give people bad news that's out of your control is the weirdest and most like devastating feeling ever to be like such an empath. (laughs) Right. And I've grown up as being like a good girl. So my exchange of uh, information with people is like, here's something cool I've done. Isn't this Mm -hmm. cool? Uh, Rather than like, here's something hard and um, difficult that you can't fix, but I'm just going to dump it on you right now. And hearing the way that they talked about that in the podcast was really helpful because that was truly the hardest part and kind of the blessing, yeah, that you were out of town for a little bit because Elliot and I got to experience what it was like to tell our family and like process on our own by ourselves for a little bit, which was really helpful. I mean, he's been above and beyond amazing. Oh, Elliot right. is a fucking superstar. Like oh my God. you really Luck I mean, out. well played, Grace. Well played I, locking that in. I know a guy <laughs> that works from home getting his PhD that can just help me twenty four hours a day. In oh my god. No, yeah. but you also had time to and we should talk about it a little because I'm sure there's people listening who are like have just heard the word breast cancer but like no more details about it but like you were also able to take time to like really learn and get your plan because when you told me I was like oh she really is I mean obviously we cried and and like it was it's a lot to take in but like you had processed at that point that you were like this is also the plan and this is my like rational voice telling you what the deal is and not just you know learning about it And that, for me, was the most helpful. We went to an oncologist um, the day after we found out from the surgical doctor that it was something called triple positive breast cancer, which is highly treatable, like very curable. Like we're going for cure, not remission. When we met with the oncologist, he just sat us down in a room and like talked directly at us for like 40 minutes about exactly what the plan was. There was no like 
we might try this and see if this mm. works. It was like, we're going to use these drugs. We're going to do six sessions of chemo. They're going to be three weeks apart. It'll be like four and a half months-ish of chemo in total. Then you'll get a surgery. And that's where I decide if it's like... Um, a lumpectomy or a mastectomy and I, honestly at this point I'm like get rid of them yeah. <laughs> I'm like I might I'm considering double mastectomy with reconstruction uh which is a option a lot of people do in this situation and then after that it's like seven months of this hormonal therapy and oh, okay. I get very overwhelmed about medical the world of medical stuff like the other really confronting thing about this has shown me how privileged I've been to not have to deal with being in hospitals and doc and dealing with doctors for myself or for my family members. And so learning about this world, I feel like I hardly know anything and I'm trying to hold on to all the information and I feel like I get it very mixed up, but everyone's been immediately so great all the responses that I've gotten of being like, you're probably going to do these drugs and you're probably going to do this thing. This is what I did. This is what I did. And it's interesting to see you, you're kind of, I guess, forced to become a little bit of an expert in what it is that you're going to go through. But the oncologist was super straightforward. My parents took the pathology report to a cousin of mine who's an oncologist um, oh, on the wow. East Coast. Yeah. Lucky smart, for... Smart I, ones in this No, fam. for myself. Daniel, I still need to text you and tell you thank you that you looked at my pathology report. Um, he looked at it and he's like, yeah, our facility would do this exact same treatment plan. So basically second opinion was like, first opinion's great. So we're... For me, that's so... I like to have clearly defined and very straightforward goals and trajectories and the ways in which we're going like like I said like putting together furniture like knowing exactly what the steps are you are I can handle it I can do that but if there's like a bit of like we'll try this and then we'll go from there and see what happens I'm like but what's the see what happens part right what's that you're a you're first of all you're the person to call when you need to like pack paint or put furniture together (laughs) And you are a recipe person. <laughs> yes. You, you're not going to go in Give there the and improvise. Directions. You need, you want the measurements. So I'm sure yeah. having that is like such a relief that they're like, no, this is the recipe. No, yeah. these, these are the screws. These exactly. are how you put it together. Tired of the endless search for the perfect outfit? Stitch Fix is here to make it easy. Using their online platform and expert stylists, you'll have access to a custom wardrobe that fits your style and budget. Stitch Fix is the easy way to get clothes that fit you without having to endlessly scroll through options. All you have to do is answer a few questions about where you typically get your clothes from, what you like to wear, your price range, etc. With your choices in mind and a wide range of sizes available from extra small to 3XL, they'll find your perfect fit and send your clothes handpicked just for you. They've got you covered with over 1,000 brands and styles you know and love, and they'll show you how to wear head-to-toe outfits so you can just get dressed and go. I love Stitch Fix. I tend to buy the same types of clothes over and over and over again, and Stitch Fix allows me to look at things that I normally would gravitate to and also give me options a little bit outside of that box. Try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash TMGW and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash TMGW for 25% off today. Stitchfix.com slash TMGW. And so that also was really helpful in being able to communicate to friends. Like every Mm -hmm. text that I sent, every friend that we told, like I was telling people like once a day. for like a week because it was just like very emotional and very like draining um 
And everyone's just like the sweetest, kindest human being ever, uh, which not that I'm surprised in any way. It's just like when you see humanity in people, it's really overwhelming. Um, But having that like clear thing, at least for me, is like, okay, this is what we're doing. And also hearing almost immediately from so many people, either them knowing someone that's been through this Mm -hmm. exact thing or knowing someone with cancer, knowing someone currently going through this, like it's it it's a human situation experience like it happens mm-hmm. to a lot of people so that is encouraging be like people do this and they go through this and honestly like the bizarre synchronicity of hank green going through this literally a month before truly, truly. and watching his situation and him really humanizing something that seems so abstract is so helpful has been mm-hmm. amazing I'm- me and you were texting being like, have you watched the Mohawk video yet? You know, like mm-hmm. it was, it really is. Yeah. Cause we just love Hank so much and respect yeah. him so much. And he's like, he's the master of taking things I don't understand and making yeah. it sound like a friend is explaining it to you. Exactly. Just a exactly. really smart, cool friend. <laughs> exactly. Um, so not, I hate that all of this is happening, but yeah. I am happy if it has to, that you have someone that's like, you know, on a, not the same, but a parallel path yeah. to kind of like turn to who, no offense, Grace, is smarter than you. I know. I'm so thankful that he's <laughs> smarter than me and going through this. Um, he sent me some of the comedy stuff he's working oh, on. Yeah. And it's so good already. And oh, I'm, God. I mean, Are maybe you guys going to go on tour without me? Oh, no, it has nothing to do with me. It's his own story. <laughs> but it's, I also maybe am biased because I relate to it now having cancer, but right. his stuff is really great. Um, oh my but yeah, gosh. but also there's something also weird when you watch Hank go through this and then he gets a letter from the president of the I United know. States encouraging <laughs> I know. I'm like, Grace, I couldn't even get us back into the dog, the ugliest dog contest. And Hank's having Biden wish him well. I <laughs> like behind the scenes, getting my diagnosis and going, Hank, can you calm down a little bit? <laughs> Why are you so good at cancer? <laughs> Why are you so good at cancer, Hank? Seriously, seriously. Oh so, my god. Yeah, it's um, it's been a whirlwind, but I'm mm-hmm. really glad that everyone knows. And um, I'm getting that now. The next steps of treatment figured out. I haven't okay. I got my little port guy in, which I is know. so bizarre. If I think about it too much, it freaks me the fuck out. Just that um, you have. So I know. I was like a foreign thing in here. Yeah. Um. But, but lots one of people of them, do. People exactly. got whole, you know, metal rods in their body. I know. It's, well, the crazy thing, too, a couple of things. One, um, immediately, like, at the first week after I found out, it just blew my mind that I could just walk freely around the world. Society. And, and just have this secret, like, I'm just walking into Target on three different occasions. Of course, get, always. That's your like, tr- quietly knowing, like... I have breast cancer and I'm just walking around here looking at oat milk creamer. And it, and so that puts into perspective hugely for me, like you really have no fucking clue what people are dealing with mm, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So there's a bit of like um, grace, for lack of a better word, that comes with this of being like, man, I really do have a perspective of like, I have no clue what's going on yeah. with people. Um, mm-hmm. Two really excited because one of the few questions I asked my oncologist because I didn't even you don't know what to ask you're so like overwhelmed by this wave of like my life is different now okay like, should I just go lay down like, <laughs> I, like in my in my I, mind 
memory in my mind. I've never thought about uh, someone that's had cancer mm-hmm. specifically because I didn't have any reason to. But I guess in my mind, I had some childish fantasy that if someone gets cancer, they get like immediately rushed to a hospital yeah. and hooked up to machines and they stay there until the cancer is done. Like I didn't even it never occurred to me that they exist in life in between all the moments that they're uh, with doctors or in no, a hospital. Absolutely. When you said you've been privileged, I say like very much same. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I, I can't believe like how lucky I've been because it's truly like you are my first person to yeah. to have to have this but I I didn't know you had you this is so fucking ignorant <laughs> I didn't know you got chemo when you went home yeah no that's what I mean I, I just assumed that you were like in a facility uh-huh uh, until you were done being in that facility you don't think about the in-between life and, uh that's why my oncologist is like live your life do not change anything um obviously to the extent that you're healthy energy um <clears throat> excuse me but he did say i asked one of the only questions i was like can i consume marijuana and he was like oh absolutely like we <laughs> i was like oh my god thank god <laughs> this is my my one and only science question he was like we actually encourage it in a lot of our patients to keep their appetite up so that people keep mm. the, their weight on and i was like I, oh man, you mean munchies will be necessary in my recovery? Done and done, sir. Heard. I mean, (laughs) how do we get Cheesecake Factory to sponsor your cancer? Right? It's never been done before. It's never, no one's ever, (laughs) no one's ever. I mean, they can sponsor tours. What about rounds of chemo? We need, we need you to eat all of the good munchies. Hank and I can start a new genre of brand deals within this. <laughs> my so dark. life changes. It comes at you fast. Comes oh my at gosh. you fast. Well, yeah, I'm so- really glad that you're feeling settled in it. And I know there's yeah. a lot of unknown. And I know, you know, once things start up, you know, just yeah. for people listening, when things start up, we are just, this mm-hmm. podcast is the last thing I'm worried about in the world. But like, you know, figuring out like what your energy levels are or if you're going to be like hey i just i'm knocked out for a week and then i feel okay for two i don't know i have no idea what this process is but you just know everyone listening is supporting that's great i mean the the reality is like uh, my brain is going to want to do this podcast as a creative outlet and a way to find humor it's just whether my body can and there's all sorts of mixed sort of reviews i've had from people about how intense like Hank has told me that he had a friend with the same exact diagnosis that's a doctor that actually worked through her entire treatment. So like that standard's very high, but I don't know yeah. if that's going to be how I Grace is like, respond. I'm getting another degree. I know. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, we'll have to play it by ear, which is kind of good for me as a human to have to take things like one step at a time and really just like listen to my body. That's the other really beautiful and like bizarre thing is that it really puts you in a relationship with your body almost immediately and i've had a very disconnected relationship from my body like throughout my entire adult life so Mm. it has helped me to really like feel myself in my body and listen to how i'm feeling in a way that i don't think i did before could before because i wasn't forced to in any way Mm -hmm. so those are the positives that i'm like really holding on to through this and 
like I said, so many people have gone through this. I feel very encouraged that like, oh, I can do it. I've always had yeah. that attitude as a younger kid of when I watch someone do something, I'm like, I can try and do that. Mm-hmm. So, and life weirdly has aligned in such a way that this oddly slides in perfectly to be the center of attention. Like I right. finished school, Elliot and I got married last fall. Like my schedule was pretty wide open mm-hmm. <laughs> in the future. So this is very easy to slot into highest priority right now without thankfully having to manage or change too much of what's going on in my life regularly. Yeah, so, I mean, if there's a time you have to endure this, mm-hmm. it's good. It's now and it's not like, I mean, it's not like, oh, shit, I have 9,000 obligations. Right. That now is going to domino effect other people who are depending on yep. that work or, yep. you know, who are changing their their travel plans or, yep. or whatnot. Um, Jeez Louise. Yeah. Ah, can you feel that sizzle? The summer is heating up and so are the savings with summer of Dash Pass from DoorDash. Now through July 19th, you can save big on your favorite summer essentials or get groceries for your next summer barbecue right to your door with Dash Pass membership. Oh, that is tough for me to say. With summer of Dash Pass, you're going to enjoy $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on all eligible orders, making it easier and more affordable than ever to stock up on all your favorite summertime essentials. But that is not all. No, no, no. You're also going to get access to thousands of offers nationwide, ensuring that this summer is one to remember. So kick back, relax, and let Dash Pass help you experience the best of your neighborhood for less. Honestly, you don't even have to get out of the pool, okay? You guys run out of uh, a margarita mix, uh, just get on your dash pass, all right? Don't get out of the pool and track water all through your house. Get ready to lower your costs and raise the bar this summer with limited edition drops and exclusive items to level up all season long. So experience a summer like no other. Best your best summer with a Dash Pass membership from DoorDash today. Sign up for Dash Pass now and you're going to get your first month for free. Plus, when you use our promo code, get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend 15 bucks or more on your next Dash Pass order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TMGWSUMMER. Ah, that's 50% off when you spend $10 or more on your next Dash Pass order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code TMGWSUMMER. Don't forget code TMGWSUMMER for 50% off your next order. Subject to change, turns the lie. Oh, fun fact for all the spiritual girlies out there. Ooh. One weird thing, I posted this on my Instagram weeks ago in like a carousel of photos that I had pulled some archetype cards for me. And looking back, they're insane and I can't believe I even posted them I was gonna ask if there was any any horoscope stuff that you were like oh this actually makes sense this I thought I read this one initially as something different and now looking back I'm like holy shit I pulled these three cards one's the unseen one's the stone and one's the shapeshifter so it's like the fuck up the tumor is like an invisible rock that's going to be shrunk down. <laughs> so an unseen stone shapeshifter is like the most uh, hello guides trying to guide me. Thank you so much. Sorry that I read that one a little wrong first time around, but oh, I'll be much more attuned moving forward. My God. Yeah, pretty wild. So I'll be getting more into my spiritual kind of shenanigans. Yeah, I, have- I was going to ask if you were going to uh, do any session with Neha. 
your oh, I want tarot to. psychic gal. She's been very, very busy. She's yeah, booked she's and busy. Killing it. She's killing but it. <laughs> I should. I'm already I already ordered a garden oh. box. I'm like, maybe this will be the time I get into gardening. So Wait, that's perfect. Yeah. Already stacking up some hobbies to get into or to ignore over the next few months. So I mean, only we'll you would be like, Well, I've got cancer, so I should probably commit to pottery. I should gardening. get into something. <laughs> yeah. I know. I also have a whole ass book to write. So I really need there we to go. be doing that. Um, I've got a whole ass book to read before our bar flies this Saturday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I've been a little consumed with uh, with other things, if you will. To say the least. Yeah. So it will be um, a bit of a wild ride for the next year, but nothing I don't feel confident taking on, which... It's very interesting when mm-hmm. you just have this like sudden surge of confidence, which is bizarre to me. I think I've been doing, you know, you've heard me talk here and there about like the woo-woo healing journeys that everyone goes on. And I've been doing a ton of therapy lately. And so I do feel oddly like everything I've been doing has been quietly preparing me for this moment. No, I, truly. I feel very grounded in taking on something that feels very um, out of my control, which is so unlike how I feel I would normally respond. No, totally. That's what I, you know, have been saying to myself and to Chip um, uh, (laughs) is just being like, besides schedule and like uh, commitments and things outside of you, it was just kind of like, I was like, thank God, like this exact moment grace is doing this because i feel like you know you didn't know what the fight was but i feel like you've been doing the eye of the tiger montage on yourself (laughs) you know for for the past year to couple of years and i'm just like again it sounds so weird to be like thank god it's happening now like no i wish it was never happening but if it has to happen it's just like you are so rock solid right now yeah it's like you can mentally handle it you have your partner you have your yep. life set up. It's like, yeah, whew. that I know. That's like the looking at all the positives of it. I'm like, this, not that this is desirable, but this has worked out okay so far. So mm-hmm. we'll just keep it going. I'll just need recommendations of easy, fun TV shows. I mean, honestly, look, we we. I don't think we're going to shift gears this podcast. I think this is going to be a a short and sweet. Let's let everybody know that you're doing okay. And this is the news and we will all support. But I've got so much TV to talk about next week. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I know. I just started that Swiping America show. It's good. I love it. I love it It's fantastic. I love the way it's shot. It's so unexpected. Like, mm-hmm. The main characters are very complex and interesting yes. and not annoying. They're all very like fascinating people. Mm-hmm. You guys, like it's called Swiping America in. on HBO. And it's, yeah. a, it's a dating docuseries, which I like because they had that show on Netflix. It might have just been called Dating. I don't know what it mm-hmm. was called, but it was shot in the same way where they would yes. go on like three dates and they did like very like fancy camera moves that like a yes. waiter would swipe. And all of a sudden they're like sitting with their other date. But the thing about that dating show is that you go, oh, cool. We get to see who they're going on a second date with. And with yeah. this show, they're like going to a different city and being like, I'm still thinking about this guy. And yeah, in Miami. Yeah, it's like there. It's a 
very bizarre but interesting social experiment because mm-hmm. their entire jobs are to travel the United States and date in different regions and see how that affects the people that they're attracted to or the way that they connect with people. It's really interesting. And they're very open with everyone that they're dating. So everyone that's going on these dates knows that they're going to be traveling and continuing to date other people. Mm-hmm. So it is say, interesting. I didn't like the first episode was Asheville and yeah. I got all excited about it <laughs> yeah. because I've you know of my pilgrimage there and then I and then the way they were like where is that and then they put him in a house like in the country I thought there was a little bit of Asheville slander but what's so funny is I'm watching the show at the same time with uh Jacqueline and Fez our friends and we're texting and I'm like oh I'm on this episode Asheville whatever when the girl goes on a date and they go foraging yeah and there's a weird this yes yes. kooky girl is like weirds She's them like, out we got we got roadkill bear she no she yeah she was like i've got a squ- roadkill squirrel in my freezer i need to yeah. eat i text them and i go i have foraged with her wait you that woman <laughs> i, I almost was with- like i almost I, I had a very quick passing thought but i was like there must be more than one foraging woman that's in the girl no as soon as they rolled up i was like i have foraged with her and then oh they go God. to a restaurant and yeah. they're and they're uh eating what they forage and someone's pouring the wine and i go i know who's pouring their wine i'm pretty sure that's the sommelier at this bakery called mother he knows all about wine i, I, oh my I like, God. Got, yeah so i was just like oh this is i want the whole dating show to be here and it just be people that i've met on my yes. adventures there Oh my gosh. No, you guys always send TV show recommendations. Now we need them now more than ever for Miss Helbig. Yes. Yes. I love the light heart. I just finished um, the American Gladiators docuseries. I did too. I finished it last night. It's great. That's Netflix, right? Yeah, that's Netflix. Uh, You guys, I can't recommend enough this show. I was high the other night and found it on Netflix and I just kept going, I can't believe this exists. I can't believe there's a duck. Because it was one of those like, oh, I think it was like the night before I was going to post the video. And so I'm just like (laughs) trying to get so high so I don't think about it. And I'm just trying to find something on TV to watch. And then it was like, holy grail, this docu-series about the American gladiators. It's perfect. I couldn't have dreamed of a more perfect program for me to sit there and binge all night. Were you a gladiators fan? Oh, huge. Yeah, okay. Tim and I used to watch all the time. But I couldn't remember, uh, like, when they say all their names, I'm like, oh, I remember Zap and Diamond and all these people. But we weren't, like, I, at least I don't remember specifically, like, being fans of, like, specific, specific. gladiators. Yeah, at the um, time. Because we were probably, like, eight or nine years old at the time. Right. No, it was, like, it was definitely early 90s. Like, you know, yeah. uh, you know I've been to a taping, right? Maybe, but amazing, amazing. (laughs) When my my dad lived in LA, he had uh, a trainer. I don't know Uh if he was his trainer or if they just were like buds at Gold's Gym. And you know, like Gold's Gym was like, (laughs) Gold's Gym was an era. Like I went to sleep every night and like one of my dad's Gold's Gym shirts that was like a nightgown, you know? Yeah. Um, But he had a friend, Barry, Mm -hmm. and uh, Barry and his wife were both like, super in shape like bodybuilders whatnot and we hung out with them a lot a couple summers because he had two daughters that lived in North Carolina and they would come out to visit too so it was like very synchronicity yeah Um, but so anyway Barry 
was a gladiator for like a very short amount of time. He was Cyclone. Whoa. Be- because he got like hurt. Yeah. Fun fact, Barry <laughs> and his friend Benny yeah. were starting a protein cookie company. And we were like, what? That sounds terrible. Whatever. Okay. Oh, it's, it's Lenny and Larry's. They are fucking multi, Huge. multi, multi millionaires. Like wow. massive. Wait, like, Benny and Barry changed started to Lenny, Lenny and, and Larry's. <laughs> yeah. But so anyway, so Barry, you know, was no longer gladiator, yeah. but his wife was a contender and got to the finals. Oh, fun. So we went to a taping of the finals of Gladiator. Uh, and I remember sitting there and as cameras were panning, being like, is this cool or should I be embarrassed? Right. <laughs> and now I'm like, I have to find this episode oh, and see do. if it sweeps past little, you know, yes. hair parted in the middle, all one length, <laughs> huge glasses. They probably didn't pan to me because the reflection would have blinded the contenders. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they would have fallen off the joust. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so when that came on, I was like, oh, wow, is this going to have Benny in it? Is this going to oh my God. Barry in it? So anyway. Yeah. Oh, you got to find that episode. And I if you to. can't find it, someone else, please <laughs> find it. I'm going to task you guys to please uh, find this episode. But anyway, we got in a little TV talk. <laughs> we got in a little TV talk. There will be more TV talk because that will yes. be one of my primetime um, hobbies. But I just want to say thank you so much to everyone. Like mm-hmm. the response has been, I I don't even know what I expected. Honestly, I was just making the video. So I didn't feel like I was keeping a secret. And I felt very insecure about the way people might perceive it of like, why is she telling us this? Or like, we don't need to hear something so heavy. Oh, wow. And because the internet can be a very toxic and yeah. gross place. And so I just didn't want anyone to misinterpret what my intentions were. So I just wanted to get it off my chest and tell everyone that this is my reality and what's going on. And also that like early detection is so truly important yeah. for women. And I, I really like knew that, but didn't know that. And this has been a huge learning curve on that. So being able, I've gotten a few messages from people being like, I was going to skip my mammogram next week, but now I'm not. And I'm like, thank God. Wow. Yeah. Which that's like beyond so cool that people might be able to figure out stuff sooner than they would have um, by knowing this information and just the general like care and concern and love that everyone has sent is not unnoticed and not unfelt. It's, um, it's probably why I'm so sick, but <laughs> it's so You're just much. drained. You're drained. <laughs> I'm just drained. And I'm so thankful that everyone is, is so supportive. It's unbelievable. Um, and I don't know, you know, how much I, like I, like I was telling you before we started talking about this, I was like, this isn't going to become the cancer podcast. No, <laughs> like, this can be the is, whatever we want it to be podcast right. and however you're feeling. And like, it's, it's, it's a part of my reality and I do want to be able to talk about it as freely or as, or not talk about it as, as I want. So it's going to be, um, open-ended, but so far I'm just like, I'm blown away by everyone's love and support and, um, I'm very, very thankful. Oh my gosh. Look, if you yeah. go to an oncologist's appointment and the previous patient comes out with a pig, we want to know about it. <laughs> I know, exactly. Oh man, there's already been <laughs> silly shenanigans. I saw a woman vaping. 
while waiting to get an ultrasound the other day. I was like, she, I looked That's over, there's a little puff of smoke in front of her face. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. Get it, woman. Um, well, uh, Grace, so- you, I think you might have accidentally said a possible book name. You said, uh, I got to get this off my chest. That's a pretty Dang. good Dang. book name. <laughs> For someone with breast cancer. That is fantastic. Oh I'll keep gosh. that in mind. Well, okay. Not to not to <sighs> keep going, Corny, but we all yeah. love you so much. I'm speaking for yeah. everyone, so deal with it, <laughs> listeners. We love you so much. We're so Thank thankful you. you're being open. Everything that Hank has, like, you know, like, comforted you with, yeah. I have no doubt that this is helping someone else dealing with it yeah. or someone in the future Hope so. to go back and listen. So yeah. we love you. Love you guys, too. And I, and yeah, this got weird. Oh, yeah, it did.